Hi, this is Andrew, and this is Keynote, the daily now.tv chat show with some of the world's leading thinkers and writers. Hello, everybody. It is Monday, December the 5th, 2022. I'm all rested up. I've done a show for a week. I spent a week away in Costa Rica, a beautiful country for those of you who... Um, haven't been absolutely uh, beautiful, quiet, relaxing, refreshing, exactly what going overseas is supposed to be all about. We've done um, a number of shows on regeneration, rejuvenation, reinvention when it comes to overseas. I uh, did a show earlier this year, one of my favorite shows actually of the year, with a novelist, a real estate agent, Natasha Sislow, about how she, as an L.A. real estate agent, went to Paris and wrote a memoir of love, loss and destiny. It's in her new book. All signs point to Paris. I don't know what it is about France and Paris, but all signs point to France and Paris when it comes to reinvention. Uh, my guest today on the show, Samantha Veron, is also an American, actually born in Los Angeles, uh, like Natasha Sislow but has spent a professional life in France, continues to live in France uh, as a writer, as a novelist. Um, uh, she calls herself a travel addict, a, a self-professed earnophile and uh, uh, at-home French chef. She has three novels out, The Secret French Recipes of Sophie Varro, uh, South, uh, Sophie Varro's Paris Stars, and the new book, which is out this week, The Spice Master at Bistro Exotique. Samantha's done what many of us dream about, going from America to France and becoming a writer. She's talking to us from Toulouse in uh, southwestern France. Samantha, congratulations. How did you do it? How did you become a, a, a writer, a novelist on French food and live in France? Everybody wants to know. We all want to become Samantha Veron. <laughs> no, no, nobody wants uh, to become me, but you missed uh, two books um, because I have two memoirs. Uh, the first one is Seven Letters from Paris, and that's how I ended up in France uh, with my French husband. The next one was How to Make a French Family, and I said to myself, after writing these memoirs, I can't write any more memoirs. Nobody wants to read about me. And I just moved my dreams to fiction. So, um, yeah, I did that. And now I have my third book coming out with Berkeley tomorrow. Yay. Here it is. Um, um, and it's all very exciting. Um, so how did you do it? I mean, even even writing memoirs, uh, Samantha, is hard. So tell us the story of your life. How did you end up in France? Born in Los Angeles. Have you always been a Francophile? Uh, okay, so this will be kind of a long story, but I'll make it well, short. Well, make it short. You're a writer, I'll make it so you short. can always make long stories short. I, I met my husband when I was 19 in 1989 in Paris. He wrote me seven love letters that I never wrote back until 20 years uh, later. Um, long story short, I wrote them back 20 years later, and we're now married. 
But you, um, in, in the book, uh, How to Make a French Family, a memoir of love, food and faux pas, um, you wrote that. Was, was that written before or after you actually went back to France? No, this, this was after uh, the fact. Um, it was adjusting to the new life in France and what have you. And honestly, when I started my writing career, I wanted to write middle grade, young adult, and uh, my memoirs happened to me. So, and voila, 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 voila. <laughs> so uh, how did you get from then writing memoirs to, to doing fiction? Fiction is quite hard. As everybody thinks they have a novel in them. Uh, most people try and fail. How have you succeeded with these three novels? Um, I think um, I write what I know. I write what, um, you know, I bring my characters to life and within the books and maybe it's dreams I have. So if you have the passion for that, um, it brings the characters to life, which makes a better story. And yeah, I don't know. I guess I'm lucky too. Well, it's not, no one's lucky with books. I mean, either you can do them or you can't. Let, let's talk about this series. I mean, th this new book, um, the Spice Master uh, Bistro Exotique. Does it feature uh, Sophie Varro, or is she not in this? Um, there, there, there are winks um, to the characters in the books. Um, it's actually based off, and I might make people laugh, based off of my cat. My cat, his name is Junie de la Bagaron. And um, in Spice Master, I have Carol. She works for Maison de la Bagaron. So my cat might sue me eventually. I don't know. <laughs> well, I don't know. Uh, I, I'm guessing. Um, I'm guessing, Samantha, French cats aren't quite as lit lit litigious as American cats. Yeah. Well, yeah, they're not. Well, if he wanted more croquettes and he could get them, he would be like, "Oh, yeah." Um, but no. uh, food, food, um, and not surprisingly, given France, food uh, features centrally in all these novels. Um, uh, you also describe yourself uh, as a lover of wine. Um, what is it about French food? It's a little bit out of fashion these days. I mean, when people talk about fine food, they talk about Italian or, or, or Spanish. Uh, some people argue that French food is a little old-fashioned. Is that unfair? Well, I, I wouldn't say it's unfair, but as an American living in France and I'm searching for a good Mexican, good sushi, good Japanese, just whatever, um, that was a big um, um, spike for me for the novel. Um, so what is it, um, Samantha, about French food that's... So compelling, so exotic, so seductive. Oh, gosh. Um, gosh, what would it be? I, I mean, um, you have everything. Um, it's just everything, the way things are laid out. Like, uh, you know, for an apparel, you have your... Um, now we're in the our months. 
so we have the huitre oysters, right? And um, everything is seasonal, and I completely agree with that. Like to bring on the foods that are in season, so it's fresh and. But you can go to farmers markets. In, I'm in California. Lots of farmers markets here. Farmers markets in Spain and Italy. Is there something special about the freshness, the seasonal quality of food in France? Um, I I I don't know. Um, I mean, I would just say seasonal foods are great to cook with. Um, I do it, <laughs> so. Mm. So tell us a little bit about this, uh, the new novel. You don't want to give everything away, the Spice Master at Bistro Exotique, but give us a, a little taster, Samantha. Get us hooked on the, on, the, on the book. Why would people want to read it? Well, um, if people like quirky characters, enemies to lovers, love story, I, I mean, the love story is actually with food, but... Um, uh, the novel is about an American chef who's opening up her first restaurant uh, in Paris, and she faces disaster after disaster, and she meets uh, this Her woman. name is Kate Jenkins, right? Yes, Kate. Kate meets um, Garance, um, who's the self-proclaimed spice master, and Garance says, I'll help you with your restaurant, but you have to believe in me and what I'm doing. So Kate makes a deal with Garance and there's a caveat. She has to work with uh, the woman's son. So it's about meddling mothers, um, uh, spices. Uh, yeah. It's a um, romance. It's a comedy. It, Oh, it's completely a comedy romance. It's a rom-com. I have go you models, uh, writers who you really admire, who have mastered this form. Um, for rom-com, I don't know, but I can tell you my favorite movie of all time is Auntie Mame. And why is but that? Oh, because Auntie Mame says live because most. Poor suckers are starving to death. And that's kind of the premise I took into the book. And Annie Mame is over the top. And she is Garance, uh, the spice master. I modeled, yeah, kind of Auntie Mame-ish. I don't necessarily associate spice with French food. It's not traditionally spicy like Indian food. Um, oh, no. But what is the role of, of spice in, in French food? Do you think that is what makes it so unique, so special? Well, I, I, I think, um, you know, I've been living in France for 12 years now, married to my French husband, and I incorporate spices into my food. And most of my friends come from elsewhere. Indonesia, Senegal, um, Canada. <laughs> That's, there, there aren't many spices. Sorry, Canada, that come from Canada. But um, uh, it, just 
to incorporate everything um, into the meals, like Urfa beaver flakes, saffron, um, grande paille. It's um, it's fun. How regional, Samantha, is French food? You're in Toulouse. This is where you live, southwest France. Um, is the food in, in Toulouse quite different from uh, Paris, for example? I know Lyon is always considered another center of, of French food. Uh, are, are there different traditions, different ways of cooking throughout France? Well, here in southwestern France, we're known for duck, duck, duck. Um, uh, uh, confit de canard. I thought that was a search engine. Cassoulet de Toulouse, which is this um, beans and duck cooking, duck fat, lots of duck fat. Um, Health food, in other words, right? Oh, right, right. You'll only gain 50 pounds by smelling it, right? Um, Yeah, duck is the the food here what is it about french eating habits that make them so much healthier make french people healthier than americans they eat duck 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 they drink a lot of wine and yet they have fewer heart attacks they're less obese is it because they don't snack is that that's the conventional answer compared to american samantha that they just eat two or three meals a day well, uh, no, I think it's portion control. Um, when I was back in the U.S. and I have this plate of food, I couldn't fit, like, I couldn't eat it. Um, it's all about portion control. So they eat, they have their wine, and also the wine um, is they're really small pores. Being American, I'm like, fill it up. <laughs> um, but uh, yeah, uh, it's really portion control. You mentioned wine. Um, I know you're a wine lover. It features in the novels you've written. Um, how essential is a glass of wine with lunch or dinner in France? Is it possible to eat a decent meal without wine? Yeah, um, completely. Um, that's um, something. My 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 French husband, he's like, wine is for tasting with a good meal. And uh, he rolls with that. And what does that require? Just control, self-control? <laughs> well, well for me, yeah. Half a bottle <laughs> with every meal. Yeah. Um, no, I, I think it's a different take on um, drinking and eating here. So, What has your time in France taught you about the attractions of America? As I said, you were born in Los Angeles. You, uh, I assume you still carry an American passport. You must come back here. You're being published by an American house. Uh, what, have you discovered things about America that you like, having spent so much time and living in France that you miss? Well, um, you know, first and for foremost, I miss my family. Uh, that's tough. Um, as far as nuances for America, it's um, it's a very crazy situation out there right now. So, um, 
Uh, what, what do you mean, crazy? Uh, the politics, everything that's going on. And I'm one that tends to hedge away from discussing politics. Uh, well, France isn't much different. You have Marine Le Pen. You have a, a history of revolution and violence. Is there anything different about France? Uh, Macron, by the way, has been on this show before he was president. Ah, okay. That's super cool. I'll, I'll have to watch it. Um, I don't know. I mean, um, you know, I tend to hedge away from these kind of questions where uh, it gets too into things. I'm much a free bird, if that makes sense. <laughs> like, I like um, seeing the positive in everything. And so what advice would you give, Samantha, for people watching or listening? There are going to be a lot of people envious of you. thinking, I, I want to be like Samantha. I want to go and live in Toulouse. I want to write novels about French food or wine. What should they do? What suggestions given your success? Um, Find a well, French husband. <laughs> find a French housewife, right? Exactly. Yeah, um, I, that I, that was a joke. Or why? No, no. no um, I mean, I would really think um, keep fighting for your dreams. Uh, if you want to become a writer, you have to sit down and you have to go through the whole thing. You have to write your book. You have to pitch it to agents. You have to deal with rejection. You have to deal with a lot of things, but you have to keep believing in yourself. And my advice is to, and it's going to sound weird, is to manifest your dreams. Write down your dream on a piece of paper and look at that dream and then keep fighting for it no matter the obstacles and i know that sounds um insane and crazy but it's what i did um i don't know if it's luck or circumstance um as i said i mean you don't just get lucky publishing a book do you have a routine how many hours a day do you write do you rewrite are you uh, a fast writer um, well, my writing, um, the way I write has, um, changed. I used to be a pantser, somebody that just, bleep, you know, I wrote by the seat of my pants. Um, now I think I'm a plantster. So I plot and then I write. So I do try and write at least three and four hours a day. Um, ish and I've been very bad with that lately because I have book launch and you know you're you're sidetracked but you have to keep writing and believing in your book keep writing even when you do, do you, you finish this one are you working on another one now oh yeah I'm working on two <laughs> and how long do they usually take how long did the spice master take um, Spice Master, because we pitched it on proposal because I had two books with um, Berkeley. Um, I had to kick my ass in gear 
And I'm quite honestly, I'm better on deadline. Like get my ass running. Like, Ooh, yeah. So that from start to finish, um, 14 months for, for that book. Well, congratulations. Um, Samantha on the new book, The Spice Master at Bistro Exotique. Where's your favorite restaurant? Two favorite restaurants, one in Paris, one in um, Toulouse, where you live. Where should people eat if they go to Paris, lucky enough to be in Paris or Toulouse? Oh, my gosh. In Paris, where I was just at, I, I'm going to probably mispronounce it, but it's an Israeli restaurant. And the food was phenomenal and it was called Balagan, I think. And which, which part of Paris is it in? Um, I'm not quite sure. That then, is Paris. So that's an Israeli restaurant called Balagan in Paris. And then what about in Toulouse? In Toulouse, um, I would say La Compagnie Francaise. Um, it's just um, like a good meal. I wouldn't say like you'd write home about it, but there is a Michelin two-starred restaurant in Toulouse. I think it's Michel Star. I don't know. Well, you just I haven't gone nice there. Meal, I haven't gone uh, there. Samantha, um, congratulations on the new book. It's late afternoon in France. Now go out, have a nice dinner, eat some duck, duck, duck. Enjoy oh, yeah. As a glass of wine and relax because the book is out or it's out this week. The Spice Master at Bistro Exotique by Samantha Veron. And uh, first of many conversations, Samantha, I hope we have. Good luck with the new book. Yeah, Two books uh, you're thank you with. so much, Andrew. Um, it was so lovely being here. And I hope everybody has like the very merriest of holidays. <laughs>